Welcome to Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I'm so happy that you're here. If we haven't met yet, I just want you to know that I get you because I was you. I was stuck in the diet binge cycle and hating my body for over 20 years. I've overcome anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now that I'm free and happy from the inside out, I've dedicated my whole life to help other women feel the same. In this podcast, we're going to cover food and body freedom, self-love and personal development. And if you implement what you learn, you will be well on your way to healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can fall in love with yourself and your life. Ready? Let's go. Hi queens, welcome to another episode. This one today is called what if I still want to lose weight, right? This is the most common question I get asked. But before I dive in, those of you that haven't yet, I would love to invite you to access the first few modules of my paid Food and Body Freedom program for free. So all you have to do is click the link in this podcast and you will get access to the first few modules of my paid program. There's a ton of value in there, just the free stuff, by the way. And also, if it's aligned for you and you want extra support as you go through that, I actually have a free food freedom and self-love support group as well. So I would love to have you. All right, let's get into this then. The first question I would like to ask you, and it's so funny how I usually start with a question, that's the coach in me. Is your relationship with food and your body serving you? Is your relationship with food and your body serving you? Is it making you happy? If dieting and hating your body worked, wouldn't you be at your goal weight by now? Just think about that for a moment. You've probably wanted to lose weight most of your life. Maybe you have lost weight and then you've gained it again. And maybe you've lost it again and then you've gained it again. So just take a moment as you're listening to this to reflect back on your relationship with food and your body and ask yourself, is my relationship with food and my body serving me? Is it making me happy? Is it good for me? Maybe you're at the stage where you know that the path to intuitive eating, working on how you feel towards your body and developing your self-love is the way forward, but you still have that desperate desire to lose weight. And that is okay. It's completely normal to want to lose weight. So don't feel bad or guilty for wanting to lose weight. Honestly, if you didn't want to lose weight at this stage, it would be profoundly unusual. Because here's the thing, the desire to lose weight will always be there. It won't be as strong if you do the necessary inner work and the body image work and you will absolutely have less frequent bad body image days but the desire to lose weight will always be there if you continue to live in the society and culture that we live in today and don't just turn this podcast off because you wanted like the magic answer to end any negative body image thoughts forever because spoiler alert body image work is not about never having a bad body image thought ever again 
But stay tuned because it can absolutely help you to separate your self-worth from your appearance so that your body's body's aesthetic appearance does not dictate how happy you are. And let me tell you, this difficult work is so worth it because yes, I've just landed a truth bomb on you that difficult body image days never just go away but they absolutely get so less frequent and they get so much easier to deal with and honestly even when you notice those bad body image thoughts come up it doesn't matter anymore it's like such a great peaceful free place to be but let me just explain a little bit about why the desire will never go away because it really is in our genetic code a matter of life or death, right? Because working and wanting and striving to fit in and wanting to be accepted and admired by others is coded in our DNA. Because from cave women times, we needed to be liked by the tribe in order to survive. We needed to be desired by a caveman so he could hunt for us and provide for us and keep us safe whilst we brought up our children. So if we weren't accepted or admired, then it truly was a matter of life or death. Of course, now it's nothing like that, but we still feel the same desperate need to be admired and to be liked. Women back then did not have independence, so our DNA code goes something like this if we was to put it into words I need to be desired by a man or desired by others in order to be provided for in order to survive so it's not your fault that you feel this way it's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of it's actually normal to feel this way because if you take a look around we're bombarded with messages everywhere If you've got to the point where you know that dieting isn't working for you, yet you still want to lose weight, again, I just want to clarify and remind you that it's totally normal to feel this way. But if you take a look at society and the media as it is today, we're bombarded with messages from Instagram, Facebook, TV shows, advertisements, movies and series. It's never ending. The message is still the same. Fat is bad and thin is good. It's very common, or more so it's the norm, to be honest, to have any actress in a larger body play the silly, funny character that accepts fat jokes from others and even gives fat jokes to themselves, whereas the woman with the smaller, ideal body always gets the guy, the successful job, and is lusted over and loved by everyone in the movie, right? And if you think about it, This messaging starts in early childhood via fairy tales. Take Cinderella, for example. The two stepsisters in in the Cinderella story, they're both considered mean and evil, and so their characters were created as one being considered ugly and the other being in a larger body. This just reinforces the message that ugly and fat are considered bad. And these messages are everywhere in children's fairy tales. 
So it starts at such a young age and as we become older, we're continually bombarded with these types of messages and we feel that we cannot measure up to the ideal. Yet, instead of allowing us to see that it's all a waste of time and energy trying to reach the ideal, that FYI is only genetically available for 5% of the world population to be the ideal body type, yet instead of realising and recognising that, we feel we can't measure up to that, yet instead of allowing us to see it as a waste of time, we just keep trying even harder to reach these ideals because we feel that our life depends on it and we are constantly internalizing these external messages going through life feeling that with every cell of our being fat equals bad and unlovable and unwanted and thin equals love belonging and taking care of but I say enough is enough and I'm here for you for the next step because if it seems impossible for you to love your body as it is now, you're not alone. I've been there and it is possible. I promise you that even though it feels like it is a million percent impossible, it is not. If you take the word impossible and then separate the I and the M, it actually reads I'm possible and it is and you are. If you are or have been a chronic dieter, it may seem impossible to love your body as it is now. And I understand how you feel. I've been there for so many years. But here's the thing. Dieting chips away at your self-esteem. Dieting reinforces that thinner equals better. And the more diets you go on and the more diets you inevitably fail, just continues to chip away at your self-esteem and your self-worth. And so we diet even harder and become even harder on ourselves in order to try to feel better about ourselves by looking a certain way. Because again, we have internalized all the external messages that thinner equals happiness, and it's exhausting. Honestly, it's it's exhausting just explaining this, yet I've done this for over 20 years, and I'm sure many of you have as well. The way out, right, there is a way out of this prison, And it involves a lot of patience, compassion, a ton of deconditioning and unlearning everything we've been taught about our bodies and food because the world we live in will not change overnight. And the external messaging about thinner equates to better will not disappear anytime soon. We constantly get comments from others all the time, from family, from friends, from our co-workers, complimenting us on weight loss or complimenting us on what we're wearing, saying things like, that dress is really flattering on you, which basically means that dress makes you look thinner than you are and that's a good thing, right? So this body image work, it's never done. Body neutrality isn't a destination where you arrive and then you're just done with it. It takes work every single day, but it gets so much easier as the days go on and it is so worth it I promise you this but it's a process we can't go from body hate to body love overnight and often when we're just slapping positive affirmations on top of negative body image thoughts that actually creates cognitive dissonance and imposter syndrome and actually it doesn't really help much at all so what we do is we go through the process and it starts from body hate to body neutrality, 
to body acceptance and appreciation, and then to body love. And I can tell you the most difficult things that you will have to go through in order to reach that place of body neutrality and body love is one million times worth it compared to dieting until you die. Seriously, just think about that for a moment. You have two choices. Number one, diet until you die. Number two, work on self-love, body image and food freedom. Both are hard, only one is worth it. Oh, I love that so much. And the root cause of all of this, of any kind of body image dissatisfaction, is feeling unworthy, is not feeling enough. Because when we attach our self-worth and our self-esteem to the way our body looks, we are never going to be happy. Our bodies have nothing to do with our self-worth. So we need to separate self-worth from the way we perceive our body's physical appearance. I'm going to say that last sentence again. We need to separate our self-worth from the way we perceive our body's physical appearance. Only then will we be free. If you're thinking or saying things to yourself like, when I lose weight, I'll feel more comfortable in my body. I challenge you to ask yourself, what does that really mean? I want you to dig deeper here. Does that mean that you'll feel comfortable and more confident to take your kids swimming? Does it mean that you'll feel confident getting intimate with your partner? Does it mean you'll feel better in the gym and moving your body? Get really clear on what that means to you. What does feeling better in your body really mean to you apart from losing weight? Because we don't want to lose weight in and of itself in a vacuum. We want to get something, a feeling, from losing weight. So what does that really mean to you? And then will dieting really give you what you want or do you just think it will? Just some things to reflect and ponder on, that's so important. Maybe you find yourself thinking or saying out loud, I'll love my body when... Dot, dot, dot. You may be thinking there's no way you can love your body as it is now because you've spent so much of your life hating it. Maybe you say things like, I'll love my body when I've lost X amount of weight or I'll love my body when I've toned up or whatever it is. But here's the thing, when you put your life on hold until you've lost weight, you're literally stopping yourself from living with a false promise. You may think that you'll be able to love your body when you've lost X amount of weight, but is that really true? The magic happens when you practice and remember how to love your body now, and then you start to build a relationship with your body you start to build a relationship with your body and with yourself. You become more in tune with your body and of all the things that you want to feel when you've lost the weight. And you can already start to feel that now in the body you have today. But it starts with body acceptance and giving up the fight against yourself and your body. I'm just going to say that bit again because I thought someone was literally shouting my name but it was the next door neighbour shouting her dog, that's called Mickey, 
And so I feel like I wasn't really present with that paragraph. So I'm going to say that again. The magic happens when you practice and remember how to love your body now. And then you can start to build a beautiful relationship with your body. You become in tune with your body. And all of the things that you want to feel when you've lost the weight, you can actually already start to feel that now in the body you have today. But it starts with body acceptance and giving up the fight against yourself and your body. If you continue allowing yourself to base your happiness on your appearance, you are honestly setting yourself up to be unhappy forever. And I'm not being dramatic with that. If you believe that you can never learn to love your body now, you'll never be happy. So allow yourself to create the possibility that maybe you could somehow, you don't have to know the how, maybe you could somehow learn how to love your body as it is now. Release the how and come back to the now. I love that saying. Our bodies change all the time. From day to day, you know this, our bodies are supposed to change. And if you put all of your self-worth in your appearance, you'll be spending your whole life chasing something that's actually not attainable. So what I recommend for the first step to do is give yourself space to feel what you feel. Start accepting that you don't like your tummy or your legs or whatever it is you don't like about your body. Give yourself space to feel that. Because the body loving the body loving movement, although it's such a phenomen- phenomenally great movement and it's so needed, it can sometimes be filled with toxic positivity and we can feel the pressure that we must love every part of our body in order to be free in our bodies and have a positive body image. And that's actually not the case because simply by giving ourselves the space to feel what we really feel about our bodies, for example, standing in front of the mirror and accepting that you don't like certain parts of your body, or maybe even all of your body you don't like right now. But if you allow that to be okay, that's definitely the best place to start. Because body love starts with body neutrality, and body neutrality is being free in your body without seeing your body as an object to look at or to manipulate to look a certain way. The problem is not with your body. The problem is what you think about your body. And we spend way too much time preoccupied with our bodies and it's never enough and it's never ending. If we continue to concentrate and focus on what our bodies look like all of the time, It causes us to be even more preoccupied with our bodies and then with food as well because what we focus on grows and what we focus on we get more of. So if we practice letting go of the need to feel accepted through our body's appearance and practice building up our self-esteem and coming back to our sovereign self-worthiness which has nothing to do with our bodies, we will be able to live in peace and in freedom, and within self-love, because your body isn't the problem. Body image is not about your shape or size. Body image is how you perceive your body, no matter what your shape or size. I'll say that again. 
Body image is not about your shape or size. Body image is how you perceive your body no matter what your shape or size. Again, the problem isn't your body, it's how you feel about your body. If we think that we'll have a wonderful life that's full of sunshine and unicorns and rainbows simply by having the ideal body, we need to think again. We need to take time to process and to grieve our ideal body because it's only when we let go of an ideal body type and start seeing our body um, and stop seeing our body as an object or a thing to be admired and when we start to live in our bodies that's when we can truly be at, at peace and feel happy because your size does not guarantee your happiness no matter how much we think it does. Your size does not guarantee your happiness no matter how much we think it does. We all age, we all get older, we all get wrinkles, we all get grey hair or white hair and that's part of life. None of us are getting out of this alive. Actually, I'm recording this the day after my granddad's funeral and although it was such an emotionally emotional day full of pain and love and all of the things that I find it hard to put into words, it really helped to just realign my values, like what is really important in life. If we continue to waste our energy and allow our happiness to be based on external factors such as what other people think about our body and what our body actually looks like physically, we're honestly just wasting our life away. So the question I would like to leave you with today is... How can you be more kind and compassionate towards your current body? Body neutrality starts with coming back to the now, being in your current body and giving yourself kindness, compassion and unconditional self-love. Again, we need to learn how to separate our self-worth and our appearance. Because hating yourself and your body hasn't got you the results that you want. So how about trying to be nicer to yourself and learning how to love yourself on your journey to food and body freedom? And if you need help with this, because I understand how confusing and overwhelming this can be and how it feels and the fear is so real, then I've got you. This is what I do. I would absolutely love to help you and support you personally in this journey. So just reach out to me if you want any more information about what coaching looks like with me. I also have a group program. I'm here for you and I've got you. So I wish you the most wonderful rest of your day. If you could share this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me. So more people can hear this. And also, if you feel called to do so, I would be so grateful if you could just take a few seconds to five star review this podcast you don't even have to write a review if you don't want to or you don't have time but just review it and give it five stars if you feel it's worth five stars of course because that helps me up um get up in the ranks with the search engines with the podcast so i can help more people all right beautiful thank you so much for listening it's an honor to be in your ear today and i will see you next week Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I would love to ask you a little favor that will literally take you probably one minute. Can you do that for me? 
okay it is to rate and review this podcast and the reason I'm asking you is because if you do this for me it will enable me to reach more women so I can help them and spread the message around the world of self-love food and body freedom which is much needed so again thank you so much for listening if you loved this episode by the way please screenshot it and tag me on social media on instagram at victoria kleinsman and on facebook it's victoria kleinsman okay have an amazing day sending you lots of love Thank you.